Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show. Another episode of Biz Tip Friday. Today's episode was actually a response to a question that I received as a text message from Julie. And the question was this, what is the fastest way for me to start developing strong leaders on my team? I know this is a topic that a lot of you struggle with, trying to find those other people like you, those strong independent leaders to help you create more duplication and give you some time freedom so that your business doesn't own you and you don't have to hold every single person's hand. Here's the secret. You don't find leaders, you create leaders. So I'm going to share with you the number one strategy that I've ever used in my business that I've taught to our students to help them in that area. But hey, listen, if you haven't had a chance to yet, text me. So I've got a brand new service that I'm using uh, where you can literally text me any questions that you have topics that you'd like to hear covered on this show. It is actually my number. So like I legitimately will text back with you. But if you text this number, 215-608-1454, we'll put that in the show notes. All you have to do is text the word podcast to that number. Then I'll know you come from the podcast and then text me any questions you have. Or if you just want to be on my list and you want to Communicate with me. You can join. And here's what I'll be doing I'm going to be sending some special messages directly from me, videos, voice messages, just some additional training uh, to these episodes here on the show. I'll also let you know when new episodes are coming up. I promise I won't abuse it. I'll only send you stuff that I know can help you when I think it's important. But definitely, I'd love to hear from you. So make sure you do that. But let me share my answer to the question here. Thanks to Julie for submitting it. So the strategy that I like to talk to you about is what I call never do anything alone. And here's basically what this means. It's realizing that everything you do in your business is an opportunity to teach someone else. I can't even begin to tell you how monumentally huge this is to understand. Understanding that every single phone call you make Every single Zoom meeting or presentation or training that you do, every single reach out conversation you have with a prospect, every Facebook group chat that you have with people in your downline, everything you do, even the way that you run your day or schedule or keep track of your prospects, everything you do is an opportunity to teach someone else. See, when you embrace this idea of never doing anything alone, it will help you begin to accelerate the process of developing leaders on your team. And I would say this is one of, if not the most important things you need to learn how to do if you've not done a good job developing leaders. But here's the problem. It's very hard for most people to implement, and here's why. As leaders and as high performers, as I know many of you are, our bias for action keeps us from slowing down to begin this process. And that's the message I want you to understand. In order for you to be 
good at developing leaders, and in order for you to create time freedom in your business, because you got to understand one thing, you will never be totally free. You can make all the money in the world. You will never be totally free unless you have time freedom, and you will never have time freedom without strong, independent leaders. Your business has to be able to run without you, and I know That's so far away from where many of you are, but I'm telling you, it's possible for you to get there if you can start by embracing this concept. See, you've got to learn how to begin to slow down in order to start speeding up. See, what we eventually realize is this. We can go, 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 do it on our own, do it on our own, do it on our own. Now, why do we do that? Because we know it's gonna, it'll get done right if we do it our way, right? If I have somebody else do it, it's not gonna get done as good as if I do it. Right? We, or, or here's the thing. I know I'll get it done faster. So we have a tendency. We enable people on our team. I had a leader of mine on my team, a really strong leader, that was having an issue with one of his leaders, that he was always just kind of like a high-maintenance kind of re- a consultant, right? Always like asking for things to get done and always coming to him anytime he had a question or a problem. And I started digging in. Here's what I found out. The reason why that person was that way is because he enabled him to be that way. Anytime that person would reach out to him with a question about his downline, instead of teaching him how to pull his, his downline report and how to actually look himself and find the answer that he was looking for, he always just went and did it for him. I'll go get the answer for you, right? How many times have you found yourself in a position where instead of teaching somebody how to fish, you just give them the fish? Well, that's not serving them. So as a leader, here's what I want you to start paying attention to. How many things do you do where you go throughout your day and you're not using these as opportunities to teach and train and mentor someone else. See, never do anything alone is such a radically different mindset. It's hard work because it requires you to slow down. But what I want you to understand is you are never, ever going to develop leaders unless you learn how to do this. It's painful at first, but you have to do this. Now, it starts with you finding the right people to do it with. I bet most of you have a sense of who those people might be. Maybe it's a brand new recruit of yours that's showing great promise. Maybe it's an existing person on your team that you look at as an up-and-coming leader, but for whatever reason, they're still struggling a little bit. They would be a great person for you to start more intentionally mentoring. See, the problem that we have is this. When we first start our business, we get that direct hands-on support from our sponsor through onboarding in the early phases of building the business. But eventually what happens, like if you're good enough, you usually just get left alone. And that's where people's growth stops because they have no idea what they should be doing. And I want you to think about how many people are on your team right now that you're just expecting they're going to do it on their own. You're assuming they are, but they're totally lost and stuck because they're not getting the kind of direction that they need. Now, you can't do this with everyone. But what I would be doing as a leader, what I did as a leader was every month, I would look for two to three people on my team that I could slow down, intentionally bring underneath my wing and start including them in what I did. Now, let me give you some examples of what that might look like. So let's say that you're doing a presentation, right? You're going to do a presentation or a training on Zoom. What I would do is I would record that training. Now, I would, I would ask for permission from the person. I'd say, hey, would you mind if I use this as a training tool? Most people won't have an issue with that. I would take a recording of a presentation or a training I did on Zoom. I would send it to the person that I was looking to mentor, and I would tell them, I want you to watch this, and I want you to take really good notes because I want you to learn how to do this eventually in your business. Now, I would always set that expectation. 
You're not just learning for the sake of learning. You're learning because at some point you're going to need to do this. But how powerful could it be if you had a recording of yourself giving a great presentation or doing a great onboarding training, right? Or answering a series of objections and questions, like things that you know people face every day in their business. How powerful would it be if you had that as a tool that you could send to any up and coming leader and have them learn from that and you leverage that? And let's say I send that to you and I follow up with you and I say, okay, what was your biggest takeaways? What'd you learn? What were two or three things that you took away from that? Like I'm actually testing you for your comprehension and knowledge. And I'm, what I'm doing is I'm using what I'm doing as an opportunity to teach. Here's another great idea. Let's say you've got a half dozen leaders that you're mentoring up and coming, some of your best people. What if you did a Zoom presentation where you had all six join and you literally walked through your your Facebook and your Instagram inboxes and showed them screenshots of messages, prospecting conversations, three-way group chats. You literally walked them through and showed them how you do what you do every day. You know how powerful that would be? But I have a piece of advice for you. Here's how you take it even a step further. Don't just say, hey, look, here's what I did. Here's how, you know, it's almost like, here's how great I am. Here's what you need to do. Humble yourself and give yourself feedback. Say, hey, you know, I said this, but I probably could have done that better. If I had it to do again, I would have actually answered this question that way, or I would have shared my story a little bit differently. Or when they said that objection, I missed that. I could have gone back and said, see, when, you, when you're showing some vulnerability to admit, hey, I'm not perfect, I'm still learning and growing, do you know how powerful of a message that sends to your people? That it's okay to not be perfect? that it's okay to fail, that it's all a part of the process of learning and growing and becoming better. But that's my challenge to you. I don't care if you've got one person on your team or 1,000. Start looking at how you can take the things that you're doing and begin to include the up-and-coming people on your team as a chance to learn. And just realize why most people don't do this. Part of it is because we just, you know, are, like I said, our bias for action as a leader. But it also has a lot to do sometimes with our ego. And I'm going to say this because I don't hear a lot of people talking about this, but I think that a lot of leaders, quote unquote leaders, struggle with leadership development because deep down inside, they come from a place of scarcity and fear. And they actually feel threatened and less than when they see other people on their team succeeding and it's not them. They struggle when the spotlight is not on them anymore and it's on the people on their team. God forbid somebody on your team rank advances faster than you. See, leaders that struggle with ego, self-serving leaders, they view someone else's success on their team, especially if it's greater than theirs, as meaning that they're not doing a good job as a leader. See, a legacy leader, which I know many of you are, that leads from love and service, they view other people's success as the greatest indication that they're actually doing the right thing. And that's what I want you to think about. Have you been afraid to take the spotlight off yourself and put it on others because of what you think that means about you and who you are? And I'm telling you, you've got to start stepping in to really, you have to become passionate about helping people succeed. You got to understand it is hard work to develop leaders. You got to do the heavy lifting. You got to sacrifice. It takes a great deal of sacrifice to be a legacy leader, to serve others. But you want to know what? It's worth it. And it's not only worth it because of the financial and time freedom that you will get where you will literally build a business that runs without you, but it will be the greatest source of joy and fulfillment that you will ever experience in your life. 
There is no amount of money on earth that can rival the feeling that you get when somebody that you poured your heart and soul into to help them overcome the early challenges of leadership, to blossom into the kind of legacy leader that we all aspire to be, and they stand on stage and give their testimony and they mention your name as a part of their journey. There is no greater feeling in the world. That's why I want to challenge you to embrace the the process of leadership development. So that's it. Never do anything alone. Start this process today. Find one person on your team that you can start to include in the things that you're doing and watch how that begins to change the way that people step up in their business. So that's the message for today. As always, love and appreciate all of you. Thanks so much for being here. I'll see you soon on the next episode. Take care. 